You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Oh, let's get ready to suck it. out here later tonight I got a challenge for him for billionaire Ted for the nacho man and for anybody else in uh, WCW (laughs) hey you want to go to war you want a war you're going to get one. Hello and welcome back, baby. It's the mm-hmm. All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys, mm-hmm. Mr. Mark Jameson. Yes, sir. A very good brother, a very good friend, amazing co-host. Oh. And me, Mr. Morrow, that is I, I is him. Welcome back, folks. If it's your first time checking us out, welcome to the show. Thanks for checking us out. And uh, if you're returning, again, thank you, thank you. There's millions of podcasts out there, but you are choosing to spend time with us, and we appreciate that and love you for it and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark, my brother. Is it? Is this episode eight already? Yes, it is. No, it's eight. I don't know why I don't know shit like this. Like, numbers, I, I don't even know how old I am half the time. Oh, you ever yeah. do that? Oh, oh, absolutely. Like, I'm like sitting here, I'm like, is it episode seven? Is it episode eight? Is it episode nine? So it's episode eight, season three, episode eight, chops four percent work with Bang, good. bang. Um, so that was like right before this, we played a little 
A little Razor intro. Hey, yo. RIP for the fucking late great Scott Hall. Very, very sad time um, if you're an old school wrestling fan. Oh, even yeah. a casual fan. You yeah. know who Razor Ramon is, Scott Hall. You know that name. It was a mm-hmm. household name, you know, in the 90s. Um I mean, the one of my guy, one of my personal favorites, and the bad guy, baby. You know, sad, sad to hear the, coolest, the passing of man. Yeah, the coolest Scott fucking Hall. guy ever, too. Like, there's no question. He's he was the coolest fucking dude of all time. Oh, dude, and both characters, whether it all was when yeah. he was Razor Ramon Scott or Hall. Scott Hall doing the NWO thing, always fucking cool, oh, man. And like, cool as shit. You hear anyone like that's interviewed about him, mm-hmm. and like that, that's the one thing that they always say. Yeah, cool as hell. Yeah, like just smooth. Fucking, that's it. Cool. That's how he was. Like I know this dude who uh, he like did a, some like amateur wrestling, or whatever, and like they were doing a house show, and like Scott Hall, they they told the kid, the dude I know to go get Scott Hall. Was like go meet his driver outside and help him move his bags inside, and then like Scott Hall stopped and he was like, yeah, I just want to take a minute, like. Before I go in, he's like, you got a cigarette I could bum off you? And then he said he just bullshitted with Scott Hall for like 15 minutes smoking a cigarette. Nice. He's like the coolest fucking dude. Like, yeah. like you know, like we, we give tribute here and there, like, you know, but when it comes to somebody like Scott Hall, that fucking type of legend, we got to give him a proper send off. Facts. You know? Facts. Like that from that first, like where we played in the intro there, like that one, like when that first happened, like when he first came out of the crowd like that, first my initial reaction was like, Oh my fucking god! Look how fucking greasy his hair is right now. Like, did you see the back of that leather, like that denim jacket? The denim jacket had the fucking grease stains down the back. I remember originally thinking for the when I was watching that in real time, like, good god, look how slimy he is right now. And then he just comes out with the best, probably top five promos ever cut. You the know best. who I am. But you don't He's the best. Know why I'm here? He's the best, bro. Yeah, that, I mean, how old were we when uh, oh, when that young. happened? That was the formation, pretty much. Like that was this almost pretty much the start of the NWO. Yeah, that was the first fourth for the first step into like the. So what was that? Um, like ninety six, yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah, dude, that was such a big deal, and people didn't know it was so real. Yeah, right. If people... you were living it real time as a kid yeah. and still like believing for the most part. Like that shit was real as hell. People I was thought like, that, "Oh, this is an invasion." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was an invasion <laughs> angle, bro. People thought that Vince sent Scott yeah. Hall and Kevin Nash to WCW to destroy it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. They yeah. didn't. No, people didn't think that was a bit. Yeah, like the especially rumors going around were saying that Vince sent them. That was a lot of pre, super pre-internet shit. Yeah, like oh, yeah, was, yeah. Like the internet was in its infancy, so like the dirt sheets weren't really running on there. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, there's a lot of shit was all word of mouth at that point. Still, yeah. So oh, yeah. like that was like yeah, dude it was like real. I got. I'm speaking of Vince. I got a good one though for later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and so that just the. Initial introduction of the NWO, right? Changed the wrestling world mm-hmm. forever, man. Mm-hmm. And like that, still when Hogan comes down and you're thinking, oh, here he is to yeah, save the day the at Bash of the Beach. Yep. And what just, was that? So, what was that? 95? Wait, now no, it has to be 97. I'm going to look at it, but it has to be. Uh, what, what, what? When Hogan comes out or when Scott Hall came out? No, no, no. Bash at the Beach. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the main event was. Um, Tag team match. So you have the Outsiders, Nash and Hall, mm-hmm. and their mystery partner. Mm-hmm. And Randy Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger. Yep. Yep. Is he the mystery partner? Yep. <laughs> and then Hogan delivers about 30 leg drops to Macho Man. Oh, dude. 
The classic, classic, oh, yeah. classic. I mean, that just shook the fucking wrestling world. NWO was so fucking cool, man. But mm-hmm. And there was one, I remember there's one Scott Hall, maybe promo. I remember, like, he's talking to Bray. He's like, Brett, he's like, we don't care. <laughs> it's just like, even like the way he said, just a little one-liner. Billionaire Ted. Yeah. The Nacho the Man. The Nacho Man. With that Ken doll lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, he, you know, it's crazy to think, too, that as great of a character as he was and shit, like, he never had a world title run. No, that's crazy. Because he made that I, that international, that IC title, he made that shit feel like a world title. Yep. You know? Yep. And And he's honestly like, the Razor Ramon gimmick would not last in a world today. If that, if that gimmick would have happened today, I don't think so. With the cancel culture, he's, he's not Cuban. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's not Cuban. And basically, he was representing Scarface. Yeah. You know, that character, <laughs> yeah. which was a coke fucking kingpin. Yeah. And exactly. killed people and yeah. shit. I mean, think about it. Razor. Yeah. What are you using a razor for? Yeah. Razor, razor Ramon. Ramon. Breaking up fucking yeah, coke. Exactly. Just drive around the Cadillac. Yeah, you can't do that shit. Yeah, you wouldn't have been able to do that today. Well, that's why the fucking 80s and 90s were the, the best, best, dude. Bro. Wild West. <laughs> Early internet, 80s, 90s, the Wild West era of America. It's the best. Like, so I think about this, right? Um, should he have been... Would you like? Would you have rather seen him in WWF as champion, like world champion, or WCW as world champion? If he could only be champion in one. I, Obviously, he wasn't in any, but... I would have rather seen him champion as Razor. Yeah, as Razor. Yeah, as Razor. I think, I think sure. so, too. Because he built up so much momentum as a uh, singles wrestler yeah. then, too. And, like, even though he had the, what, the tag title and the IC title, or what was it? I don't know, but he... Him... He made the IC title feel like a fucking world t- championship anyway. And that's, like, one thing that... That's what makes great champions, exactly. right? Definitely. They put those titles on the map. And quite frankly, that title in WWE, now, WWF, whatever we want to call shit. it, shit, and it hasn't for so long, yeah. dude. I mean, the you think of some IC. of the greats, right? Shawn Michaels, who held it, Razor, who held yeah. it. They really made that title. Feel like a world title. Yeah. Made it feel like important. And what was cool back then, too, was if you were the inner champ, you were basically the next guy up yeah, for the, the heavyweight world. title. Yep. Like, that's kind of how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not like that anymore. No, it's just, not even fucking close. Yeah, yeah. It, it just loses the um, the appeal. Yeah, I think he would have been Razor as champion WWF. Would have been sick. And they could have did a bro. lot of shit with that, too. Like, he was the perfect character to do anything with. One of those all-purpose characters. Absolutely, Where the man. gimmick just always works. It's like how Stone Cold was. He never was any different. He just, his, his gimmick always worked. Yeah, no, no doubt. And, you know, some of the stuff that I heard coming out after, you know, he passed away, obviously it was, um, you know, he was getting, what, hip surgery done and... Uh, yeah, heart attacks, yeah, surgery, it, complications. It, there was complications, shit. caused like three heart up. attacks. He was put on life support up. for a little bit, but, you know, eventually they took him off of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, his family was there and everything, apparently, to say goodbye. And uh, we lost a great one in Scott yeah, Hall. But really, you know, it was... It was some a, big of, part, a big, big part of the childhood. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I, and he I text, was an iconic fucking character in our childhood. When I texted my mom, she, like, legit, like, felt for me. I'm like, yeah. I was like, this one hurts. And she, yeah. like, totally... <laughs> she uh-huh. totally got it. Oh, yeah. She totally got it. Um, but, yes, it, you know, obviously... A lot of um, troubles outside of the ring. Yeah. And we know a lot of people, like, I give it up to DDP. Because if it wasn't yep. for DDP, he probably wouldn't have had, like, the last 10 years of Scott Hall. Right, right. So, you know, he, 
if you saw the Jake the Snake documentary, and, <laughs> I'm uh, when I tagged you guys that face emotional fucking oh, video, man. <laughs> man. Right. Dale, I'm telling you, when he's talking about like how he's like, I just feel safe in the ring because I never had any problems in here. Such real when I shit. Stepped outside the ring is when I had problems. Yep, that that's the real shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When they're all like fucking uh-huh. locking up in the yeah. ring and shit, man, <laughs> that is man, so emotional. Man, fucking blue collar. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but just from you know reading the fucking interwebs, that he during COVID and shit, he relapsed pretty hard. Yeah. And mm. started getting back on drinking and shit like that, mm. and. Uh, uh, I'm sure Dallas, you know, reached out to him oh, and yeah. all that stuff too. But you know, think about it. You know, he's basically by himself, can't really go anywhere. Yeah, guy always had demons. It's hard oh, to escape that yeah. when you're kind of in one place by yourself, dude. Oh yeah. You know, especially with his tendencies, his history, man. So mm-hmm. that's a shame. Yeah, that was tough to hear yeah, too. They, they said his health was he wasn't was kind of deteriorating. It's that old blue, you know, you beat a lot of mileage. Up. Yeah, bro, a lot, a lot of mileage. Miles. That hoo hoo shit, that yeah. hoo hoo lifestyle. Yeah, but I mean, we celebrate him for uh, you know what he brought to us as as fans for sure. And um, yeah, just yeah. just tough news, man. Yeah, it's a rough one, real we, tough. We lay, they laying down. Uh, and we're getting to that age too, man. I know. Where they're gonna start falling, bro. Oh, bro, I'm thinking, I'm like Hogan ain't got a lot uh-huh. left. Vince ain't got a lot left. Oh, well, <laughs> well, actually, I can't say that. Because Vince, that sick motherfucker. He's on another level, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I so, seen Hogan, dude, like on a couple of videos. Because he's giving tribute. Well, he did a Scott Hall tribute. Yeah, I seen that at his bar. At his bar, shit. which I would love to go to. Yeah, that's got to be a great yeah. fucking hang. I feel like he's always there. Yeah, he's him and Jimmy there. Hart are always chilling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I mean, that's got to be a fucking blast just yeah. hanging. But you know, you see him walking around. So Hogan came. Yeah, and dude. Walk. Fucking rough. Yeah. And like I get He's still jacked. Oh yeah, but like but he I can get, hardly move. Like that's why I kind of get why Stone Cold doesn't want to actually wrestle. Yep. Because Hogan was coming back and doing all them shits when he was like done. Like you're clearly done, dude. Like I know you're doing this for like a match for like whatever like it's looking bad. His last good match was him in the rock. Yeah. Which was a fucking fantastic match. Yeah, yeah. Where but that like, was it. Yeah. After that. Hogan turned babyface mid-match. But that was it. Like, that was when yeah. NWO came back. And yep. that was a fucking fantastic match. But that was it. Yeah, that was it. And then how about his TNA run? Oh, God. Dixie Carter. Yes. Ugh. Oh, my Lord. Brutal. That was so, embarrassing. You come out. I remember he had, like, the yellow cowboy boots. I'm like, these are fucking corny. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. And they did like a, I think a little like NWO revival. Ugh, I don't even know about any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. TNA, get out of here. No thanks. Those are like really rough years. Yeah. I just hope AEW doesn't turn into that. Like just take too much of think, the old vets. I don't and, think they'll do that, dude. They're too fresh. Like they keep it too like, oh, they, they're pretty, they've been doing so far so good. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, since we're on the wrestling talk, do you mm. want to continue down that path? Because we got AEW stuff to talk about. Yeah. We could talk about WrestleMania that's coming up, I think, yeah. what? April 2nd and 3rd. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a two-night again. Ugh, that's rough. Two-nighter. <laughs> the road to Wrestle Frickamania, bro. There's some Bleacher Report articles that are pretty good. Um, one was the most outlandish Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar outcomes. Uh. So I didn't really dive into these, but mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's take a look. So they're saying, I think basically what they're doing is they're putting out a few different scenarios of what could possibly happen during that match. Mm-hmm. And you know, by all accounts, this looks like a blockbuster. Yeah, this is probably the most appealing match. match on Mania. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. So Paul Heyman turns on Roman Reigns for the sake of another swerve. Mm-hmm. So if that see, happens, that's easily. I can see that easily. 
What it was he, all it was all a work with fucking Heyman and Brock since the beginning. I mean, yeah, obviously that that angle is always going to work. Or if he turns on both of them. Oh yeah, well that'd be cool. And someone comes out, and, like somebody different came out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or but a like, group of people comes out, like a stable, oh. and beats the shit out of Reigns and fucking, <laughs> fucking Lesnar. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But you know they're not going to do nothing cool like that. It's Vince. Vince likes stale. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and it yeah. wouldn't be Cody because Cody's going to be a fucking baby face. Yeah, well, I don't know. I maybe that could. I, I can't see I was, Cody and Heyman I was together. About <laughs> him coming back anyway. I swore he wasn't coming WWE. I was like, hey, he's not coming back. I swore it. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'll take that L. I was wrong. Um, let's see what else. What else we have? Um, oh, a disqualify. Oh, this would suck. A disqualification or countout leads to a weak victory. Dude, any now this that sounds is a scenario that's horrible. Very that's believable, awful, knowing awful WWE. Absolutely, way to ruin a mania. Pisses me off. Yeah. every time. Yeah, that would be the fucking perfect way to ruin a mania. Watch the whole card be awesome. Oh. Whole card be awesome. They get to this match. It ends in a DQ in like five minutes. Oh, dude, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? But it'd be it'd be on par for what the fuck this brand has been up to lately. So it ends in a draw. Another terrible scenario. Oof, that would be a tough yeah, sell. Like these are these because are, again, those are bad scenarios. And this is for the unification. Yeah, this of is the title. I know that's a. So if there's a bit. draw or something like that, is that a way to save uh, save face? Be like, okay, well, still. we're not doing the you know unification mm. now because oh. it ended in a draw. Now you still have those two separate fucking dumb titles. I can't stand it. I, I know we keep talking about mm. it, but I hate the two separate world fucking titles, dude. They're whack. You, They're very whack. You, there can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. If you're going to be a world champion, you're going to be the world champion. Yeah. There's not one A and one B. No. It's fucking It doesn't dumb. work that way. It's very stupid. But like this, these last two endings, also very fucking stupid. Yeah. No, no. You want to piss people off? No thanks. Yeah. I, I would deal with that Heyman swerve before all that so far. Here's another one that would piss me off for a mania uh, main event conclusion. Cast, uh, a messy yeah, pinfall got, cast doubt on the conclusion. Oh, did he did he kick out? That's the worst, too. That's almost as bad as the other ones. Yeah. At least there's a conclusion there where you have a winner. Yeah, that's still pretty fucking rough. Now, here's one oh, that would fucking shake the world up a little bit, at least. Having The Rock interfere. Yep. So, I think that would be cool, but where does it go after? Rock's not wrestling anymore. Well, he'll come in and do a program at Reigns or something. That would be cool. If he came in and he did like a little spiff, like he, you know, came in and has like a little feud for like a month. Yeah. And then him and Reigns could do like whatever the next big pay per view is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And main event it. Yeah. But also, that kind of match, that match you could only have at Mania. Yeah, that's, well, I guarantee you what they would do then is they would have it happen, right? And then some beef, and they would schedule it for next fucking year. Yeah. You know, and they would drag it out for a fucking year. If they're smart. But they won't have, I guarantee you. The Rock will not be there the entire year. No, He'll but have there. a ton of vignettes and stuff. I'm sure they could do like uh, yeah. a bunch of production work, oh, like yeah. on social media, yeah, on video. Could, yeah, they could probably do something and like they, that. You could stretch that out. Yeah, you could definitely stretch that out for like yeah. a year. Be- yeah, because you don't have to be anywhere specific to do any of that. Nope. And then maybe like you have know, them show up a every few times. Yeah, I mean it would work. It'd actually probably be smart if they did that. Yep. Because at least then you know you have a fucking banger to look forward to at Mania. And you know The Rock could do like. A ton of hype up videos that people are oh, gonna yeah. fucking be, eat but up. But like, this is what it would be. 
this is The Rock on the set of my new fucking movie. The no, fucking it can't, blah, it can't blah, blah, be blah, like that. Blah, blah, it, can't, it can't. And I'm telling Reigns, he's about to get his fucking ass wet. Like, you know, it's going to be some stupid shit like that. I hope though. not. No, 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 no. Like, I want him in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. looks like he's training, like, a full year yeah. and make it feel real like that. Like, yeah. shit's fucking personal. And Well, I'm sure he would. And then they have the family element stuff, too, That's that they why it would be in. cool. That's why I think it would be cool. There's because a, there's a lot of history there. It's not just like a... It would. It's more of a make-sense match than anything else. Now, take the first one. They were saying if uh, Heyman turns, right? Mm-hmm. And take the last one, Rock appearing, put those two together. Mm-hmm. Imagine something like that. Fucking Heyman turns on... Rock and Reigns and fucking aligns with The Rock. That would be something kind of cool, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, who would expect that? And I don't know if you can. That's two big personalities. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. This theory actually kind of works if you think about it this way. Mm -hmm. We just said if they want to drag the program out for a full year for the next Mania. Yeah. Yeah. You at least have Heyman there to be an active character. I I was thinking that, too. Like As a weekly character advocating for the, the rock. rock yeah I, that would work too but it's all a matter how they did it they just can't make it stupid you know what i'm saying like you do it right it'll be good but if you make it stupid it'd be yeah. fucking dumb yeah and then what would it be would would they be a, a face or a heel who the rock and Heyman together they'd be heel <sighs> i they don't think the it, rock would come back as a heel though you don't think uh, i do i think well i don't know but I it think would be cool don't it get would me have wrong to be, i think that's how it have to be because what you're gonna make? Because gonna Reigns make, could be the heel though. But you're gonna make Reigns be there every week. Yeah. So you want to be the heel every week, or you want to if he's gonna be maybe be the fucking. I, I was but Reigns as a baby face. face. We saw how that went for how many years. Yeah, it's fucking. Reigns got to be the heel, man. Yeah. He's so much better as the heel. Well, he is, but. So then we're talking Heyman as a baby face with The Rock. Mm, but that doesn't work for me. No, you don't uh, like that. Heyman never works as a baby face for me. He's too fucking slimy. It just don't work for me. The Rock, you could give me sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of fucking course, all around, of course. basic old fucking all American guy. Yeah, but uh, you can't sell me on Heyman being a good man <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, all right. So that was that on so there. So those are all the conclusions possibly, yeah. I yeah. Mean, all of that would be kind of sick, except for anything that involves a tie or a fucking DQ or some fucking corn bullshit like that. So Mania Card is pretty much shaping up now, and uh, I know Bleacher Report put another article out about um, WrestleMania 38, McAfee versus Theory, and matches that will exceed expectations. So mm. let's take a look, man. Let's see what we think. Well... I personally don't see what the fuck anybody sees in Austin Theory at all. <laughs> I think we said this last week, too. I, he does I, absolutely nothing for me. And why is he aligned with Vince? Uh, like, he has yes, a story with Vince. I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. I don't know. I have no clue. I understand why they want McAfee there. He's fucking... He's great. Pure entertainment. Yeah. yeah McAfee's yeah. Pure great. entertainment. He's literally great at everything. He's one of those guys that's good at everything he does. Mm-hmm. So, but the Austin Theory thing, I, I, I can't fuck with it. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. Uh, but let's see what they say about it. They're saying McAfee is perhaps best known to wrestling fans now as the energetic color commentator of, on SmackDown, as we know. Um, but there are plenty of reasons to believe he could have an awesome match with Theory. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Well, yeah, he's athletic. He's a fucking athlete. Yeah. You know, he played football. So it, I, I'm going to guess this is more about uh, McAfee's skill than Theory, but let's see what they say. Oh, I'm sure. They're saying, for starters, McAfee was once an elite athlete, as we know, punted for the Colts, yada, yada, yada. Um, He's a huge personality, yes, all that. He does have some in-ring experience already, we know that, Um, when he feuded with uh, Adam Mm -hmm. Cole in NXT. 
Theory, who may be WWE's top star what? in waiting at just 24 years old. Why? Why? What has he done? Why? What? <clears throat> I don't understand that. Joey Blue, if you're listening, yeah, tell us why. You got to sell us on this one, man. I don't, I, I don't know. Don't do it for me. They're saying, given Theory's potential, WWE will undoubtedly be firmly focused on ensuring he has a good showing, even in if he ultimately takes the loss against McAfee. Mm. All right, whatever. They're saying Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus uh, Natalia <laughs> and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, uh, this this does nothing for me. No, the, the, nothing. There's like I said, there's not much, there's not many matches on many of that. The the, the women's division in WWE is lackluster. Nothing meaningful, man. That's no. the problem. No. And like the AEW women division wasn't very good for a while no, either. Yeah, that took a long time to build. It's up. starting to get there though now. Like I like that Thunder Rosas and the Britt Baker now probably gonna have a nice little feud. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa, no, new uh, women's champion yeah, too. It was man. a good match too. I didn't see it yet. It I gotta awesome. catch up on it was a that cage match. Yeah, I heard. My cousin actually texted me. My cousin <laughs> Maggie's like, "Dude, did you watch that match?" I'm like, "No, fuck." <laughs> But yeah, I heard it was awesome. Um, okay, so I really don't give a shit about that yeah. match. Yeah, we talked about this too last week. Uh, the Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Mm. Oh yeah, that's does that like, excite you at all? Yeah, just a that's just entertainment filler. Yeah, really, that's all that is. I'd rather have Bad Bunny because at least he could wrestle. Yeah, I don't know. Bad Bunny's fucking. So weird those are the me. matches that they picked that could be underrated, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they'll, I they'll exceed expectations. I mean, I guess I see why. The McAfee one for sure can ex- can exceed expectation. But the other ones, I mean, the women's match, the, the only way it could exceed expectations is if it's just like a fucking crazy good match. Yeah. Like yeah. where like they're doing these crazy spots over and over and it's like, holy shit, holy shit, you know? Other than that, the storyline itself is not entertaining. No, just put a bunch of fucking teams together. and Yeah, and, okay. yeah exactly. Yeah. And then there's other people that still you would think have a fucking match on the card and uh, still don't have a match on the card. Uh, like Seth Rollins, like Seth that's Rollins a weekly. Doesn't have, he doesn't have a match on the card. I don't think as of right now, no, Dude, no. Did you but see I think that video. But I think the Cody is uh, the one that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, that creative has already oh. like handpicked out to go against Rollins. So maybe they'll do something at Mania. <laughs> yeah. But did you see that fucking weird ass video, of Seth Rollins? I'm like. Jimmy Kimmel or like the Tonight. It was like one when of the curb like, stomped the leprechaun yeah. or some shit. Made no sense. The fucking <laughs> video, like it's just like his music hits. He comes out, he starts dancing around like a fucking idiot, and then he just beats the shit out this leprechaun real quick, and then just dances off and leaves. And that so was it. Weird. And that was it. They didn't talk about nothing, and wasn't there. Like, and that was it. That was it. He wasn't a guest. Guest. It was just like he came out, beat up a leprechaun, leprechaun, left. It's fucking weird. I don't know. I don't like his new music. Nah, I mean it's all right. It's a, but it's not the same. You know what? His, so his but his old music was really, really good. Yeah, that's why it's tough. When you when you hear like oh, because if it was just like just this like now, yeah, it'd be fine. is cool, but his other one was so good. You're like, damn, why well, you gotta get rid of something so fucking classic? I know, stupid, stupid. But is he the only one who doesn't have a match? Nah, so um, he was. Trying. Help, I hope if Cody Rhodes is showing, that's I'm what sure they're, they're saying, gonna fucking yeah. have some type of fucking confrontation there. Uh, almost and his Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal fodder. Mm-hmm. They're still doing that? Uh, what a, Like I said, I like a good Battle Royal, but that one means nothing. Nothing. So, it, like, if it meant something... Dude, it's almost a kiss of death. You win it and you never be yeah, heard from again. exactly. Or you have a shit career after yeah. that. Corbin treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Cesaro. Uh-huh. Yeah, you win the fucking Battle Royal. It's like, all right, congratulations. Your career's going to be shit now. Enjoy main <laughs> event for the rest of your career. Uh-huh. No, thanks. Yeah, no, that's that's gonna do nothing for me. 
Also, there's no icy title no, on the line. See, this is what I'm talking no about. No icy title on the we're, line. We're, at so we're talking. The, the, <laughs> we're just talking about how fucking the Intercontinental <laughs> Title means nothing anymore. It means not. It means so little. They didn't even bother to put a match on for Mania for the for a title. Oh my god, that's pathetic. There's not a match for the icy title on Mania. Pathetic. Let's see. Uh, Ricochet isn't feuding with anyone right now. Nothing, nothing has been teased in the slightest, <laughs> and there aren't many options left on SmackDown for him to face to for him to face to begin with. Okay, yeah. Even ignoring the brand split and opening the challenge to Raw doesn't present any worthwhile contenders. <laughs> like, like what the? Fuck? It's the Intercontinental Championship. Is that how bad you are at building superstars now that you have no one? Well, dude, it's crazy. I I read um. Read some article, could never fucking remember, but someone was being interviewed or word got out or something. But apparently, people that were ex writers for WWE, your boy might know this, yeah, um, or current writers, they're like, it kills the creativity out of you working for WWE. Well, when because I, let me tell you, when we have Mike K on, he might drop some jewels because I think he's a little frustrated. Oh, really? I think so, <laughs> dude. I don't blame him, and, and that's what they were saying. They're like people that who, who have worked and like wrote on big sets for like tv shows and stuff mm -hmm. like that successful careers they come yeah. here and like they lose all confidence in themselves it's like they're miserable yeah. they can't be creative because everything gets you know shut down i guess all their ideas and all Dude, that kind it's of a shit. one man show so, still is it's yeah. a one man show there it's tough working for someone like that. i've worked for people like yeah that, it's you a know one man show and it's not fun yeah. You can't do anything. No, I get it. I fucking and then when it. shit goes wrong, you get blamed for it still. Of course. That's you know? the fucking ladder, bro. Yeah. That's why at my job, I, I tell everybody to cover their ass. I cover my ass all day. You ain't catching me slipping or lacking out there. So, Ricochet... They, so, they're yeah. saying so they don't... So, they did such a shitty job of, of, of building superstars, they have nobody to feud for a title. It's one that's supposed to be the next in line after the world title, technically. And here, here here's another thing, too. That's why I think the whole WWE women's uh, revolution shit's always a joke. Uh, Many superstars in the women's division without yeah. a fucking match yeah. for Mania. Yeah. And then you pile most of them in Is a that, tag match. Yeah. It's a funny little little tale. You know, Carmella's dad was the first person, or it was uh, the person that had Scott Hall had his very first pro match with. His I did hear that. Yeah. 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 It's a fun little. Fun little uh, was he like just a jobber? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't anyone notable, no, right? No. No. There's one raise he came out as Razor for the first time and was beating that dude's ass, <laughs> slapping him in the face on the ground. Disrespect. Alexa Bliss. Mm. What a fucking waste. Yeah. They do all those vignettes with her, like all those fucking things. They're not going to give her any mania time. Yeah. She made her return at uh, Elimination Chamber, and since then, nothing. Yeah. So what was the point of all the buildup? That's what I'm saying. They've been doing all these little things, and they don't even have it in a match. It's fucking weird. Yeah, what is up with the fucking the matchmaking? They're just going, it seems like, all right, we're focusing on, like, guys that don't even wrestle here, like Knoxville and fucking McAfee. And you know what I'm saying? Like, why are we focusing so much on people who aren't fucking here? Possibly having The Rock come back, which I'm, I'm agreeing would be cool, but you have superstars that apparently no one is good enough to vouch for the fucking IC title because you do such a terrible job at building a storyline. Like, you mean to tell me you couldn't build a feud for fucking Ricochet before Mania? With all the guys you got, you couldn't do something? That's sad. And again, this is what happens That's sad, with the brand bro. split. Because you, you limit opportunities. Yeah. Right? There's probably guys 
out there. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, but you had the fucking stupid brand split. And like I don't even know the raw. Like, this is how bad I am. I don't even know the rosters. Oh, who's I know, on, I know. Who's uh, on SmackDown? Who's on? So I couldn't even tell you who could be fighting for the title. It's such a missed opportunity to put together good matches because you limited them to you know mm-hmm. certain shows where they can't fucking cross over and fight each other. What's still? I to this day I still don't understand I, the fucking point of this. I, yeah, I think it just hurts it more than it helps it. Any fucking terrible, day. terrible, terrible call. Anyway, take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll be back right after this, folks. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. That's right. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, Tax Preparation and Planning, Bookkeeping, Payroll, Retirement Planning, Insurance, Asset Protection, and even Life Settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis. Definitely dominant in dodgeball. Dominant in California kickball. Monday through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Back at it once again. Thanks for sticking around. Let's get back into NFL fucking free agency. A lot of fucking crazy shit going on. The AFC is looking fucking stacked and wild. Specifically, the AFC West. I know you want to talk about that shit. Because we were just, I was literally saying, like, the AFC is a fucking arms race, bro. The whole division, the division and the, the conference itself, it's all, it's an arms race. And the AFC West is literally fucking four team, four all star teams, considering. You know what I'm saying? And like, this is also something that's kind of funny about that. All those teams, I think, are really good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're all, they're going to be all really good. But they're all going to beat the fucking piss out of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, that division's going to be like, you got to play each other twice. Yeah, that's a good know? point. You're going to be beating the hell out of each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're only going to get two playoff teams out of that division. You know what I'm saying? Kansas City's Kansas City until they're not Kansas City. Yeah, fair so enough. So they're going to be there. And I want to say Denver, but I can't say Denver right. I can't definitively <sighs> say Denver. So New rookie head coach. That's what I'm saying. I can't definitively say Denver. We'll see how Russell... Well, you, you know, know Russ is going to be running that team. I think team. he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be... I think he's going to be good, but they're going to beat each other up. Dude. And then you got a, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Because now Brandon Staley's been there another year. Yeah. Herbert's another year comfortable. 
And Herbert's only getting better every fucking year anyway. Yeah, he's a stud. So, Absolutely. and then, you know, like, and then they like, just juiced up their defense with Khalil Mack. And so you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. <laughs> and you still got Derwin James and some guys in this. And JC Jackson, they just signed. Oh, who's, that's who's right. Who's been leading the league in picks the last yeah, few years. They're fucking stacked. They so have to go deep this that's year. That's what I'm saying. And like, they would have made the playoffs last year if that last game happened with the Raiders differently. If they ended in a tie, they both would have went. And then there you go. You talk about the fucking Raiders. They only got better. They got what? Defonte? They got the best fucking receiver in the game right now. Unreal. And then they picked up Chandler Jones. Fucking McDaniels. Fuck you. Yeah. I Fuck think, you. I think he'll be good. Yeah. He finally be good. stepped into the right fucking situation. I That's so. why. And like in hindsight, he was probably better off not going to Indy, but I hated the way he fucking. Oh, yeah. He the left Indy at the fucking altar, bro. That yeah. was fucked up. Like, what's Indy going to do with quarterback? I just have a feeling that the Sean Watson to Cleveland thing mm. is going to be an epic disaster. Ah, it's a, it has the writings for it. Like, just the way it went down, because originally Cleveland was out. He, he already notified no them that he's not going yeah, there. There was no interest. Well, it was all about money. And yeah. I don't think Cleveland wanted to match what he wanted at the time. And mm. then once Mayfield heard... What was going on? He's like, I want out. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like, I want out immediately. now. And they were like, No, we're not going. You're not yeah. going anywhere. But I just assumed when they said you're not going anywhere, he was going to be the starter. And then when they brought Deshaun in, I thought they were going to be like, All right, we're going to move Baker now. Yeah, no. He, so Baker is technically still on the roster. He's got to be moved though. He has he can't to have be. that point. That's going to be bad. Yeah, no, he he'll be moved. There's you no doubt. Fucking joke. But what do you what do you get for him? Really, at this point? Yeah, second maybe. Maybe if you're lucky, I think. No, I think you guys And who man. would do it? Maybe the Panthers. That's possible. Desperation move by yeah. rule. Yeah, it's possible. Like, yeah, it's it's tough. Like, what I was just thinking, though, what cracks me up, too, is, like, the whole reason they were talking about, like, they didn't want Baker there because they wanted a, an adult at quarterback. Yep. So you go out and get Deshaun Watson. That's an adult. <laughs> Fair point. It's an adult at the position. Come on. Cleveland is a fucking clown show of an organization. They're always going to be a circus. Like, you think the Knicks are bad? The fucking Browns, they got to, they be wearing the clown makeup often. Like, I don't think they've taken it off in, since the fucking 80s. They got the fag makeup on they got you. the fucking fag makeup on. That's no bird. That's Uncle Fucking Cheese. That's Uncle Fucking Cheese. Uncle Fucking Cheese. Dude, you know what's funny? Me and Bar, me and Bar, me and Bar would be playing Call of Duty, and there's like some dudes running around with like makeup. I'm like, he's got the fake makeup. <laughs> also, Bar said he's down to go to the gathering. No way. Because yeah. I figured he'd be somebody I could recruit. Nice. He'd be into it. Are we going to go the full time? I'm kind of into going the full time. At least two days. <sighs> two maybe, days max, dude. Maybe I'm thinking either the first and two And one recovery day at Higgins. Either, yeah, either the first two or the last two. Maybe probably the first two because the sixth is that last day, which is the start of that hippie fest your mom and Sharon are going to. Yeah. So it's like maybe... You know, we kind of probably have to do the first two days and not that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, dude, I'm going to need a full spa day oh. to recover. Yeah. Like, we'll do the first two days. No, I'm serious. Like, yeah. full edge. Well, my whole plan is, Full like, on spa. I'm, I mean, not, I'm taking, like, the next week off. So, like, I have no interest in going to work for, like, a while after that. Yeah. I need to cleanse myself. Mental and physical recovery, brother. I'm going to put myself through it those two days. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a trial by mental fire. What do you think is going to happen, dude? 
I'm gonna try to do a lot of weird drugs. I'm not gonna lie. Are you? You're gonna get experimental? Yeah, oh yeah. Very experimental. Yeah, things that I'm just never gonna see again, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like a peyote or something. Yeah, something like something like that is out there. (laughs) Something like some ayahuasca is like floating out. Oh no, no, like something out there, bro. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm like you do. (laughs) You do not want to do ayahuasca (laughs) at the gathering of the jugglers. I promise you. That sounds like no, 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 no. It sounds like I great. I promise you. Actually. It's all family love, bro. <laughs> Not like that. Not it's like all that. It's love, bro. Not like that. Mushrooms? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are probably the death. Those are on the menu 100%. There's no question. But like, I'm talking about some weird shit. If there's like some weird shit I never even heard Would of. Would you really there, do ayahuasca at the gathering? If it was available, yeah. probably. Yeah. Probably. I'd probably do Toad at the gathering. Toad? If you fucking had Toads and you're sleeping, you know that fucking... You got Toad? <laughs> yeah, like, you know those... Like, you've seen those... Yo, man, I got that, some Toad, that bro. Ph- that ph- pharmacopoeia dude, whatever. Pharmatodia? He goes out into the wilderness. He finds all the, like... There's, like, a Toad you can, like, get the fucking shit off of and you can yeah. take and you get fucking out there, bro. You want to do that? At the gathering? You want to do that, I really? Do. At the gathering, I kind of do. Like not a hundred percent, but like like yeah, shrooms is enough. It's probably enough. But like if there's something weird, I like get peyote or something out there. I'd, be like, I'd probably be interested. Maybe DMT or something. We're far away from home, bro. That's what I'm saying. We're far away from home. I plan on being far away from reality. <laughs> you don't need drugs for that. There, no. That's Trust what I'm me. saying. Trust me. It's gonna be an experience, though. Regardless. I have never been. That's what I'm saying. We've talked about doing this honestly for like fifteen years. Easy. 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 Since like, we got into it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, sixth grade, seventh grade, when I shut all the other music off and it was just ICP for, like, two years. Pure. <laughs> Drown out. I did not know what was going outside no. of the walls of the fucking juggalo no. realm, bro. The fucking Joker cards of my fucking That's religion it. at that That's point. That's it. <laughs> On repeat, dude. Dude, I fucking... Oh, yeah. For, like, two years. Like, sixth grade, seventh grade. I don't listen to shit, but ICP. ICP and Twisted. Yeah, that was it. And then we've talked about since then, like, yeah, well, one day we'll go to the gathering of the juggles. Well, I was originally, I was like, I'm doing it before I'm 30 because that's going to fucking yep. take a couple years off. But now that I'm like 35, I'm like, well, now I should do it. We definitely got to do it now because I'm not doing that shit when I'm 40. No, 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 no. <laughs> Four, now, 39 is the cutoff, but mm-hmm. if we can do it this year, I'm good. I think all I only all need to do it once. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm only going once. I'm only doing this one time. Are you gonna wear makeup? You gonna no. put the fat nah, makeup nah, on? No, I'm you? not gonna do the makeup. Nah, I'm not. I, I never did the makeup. Yeah, I never. Liked what about like? I got an old shirt. Oh yeah. yeah. If I can fit into an old shirt, <laughs> I fucking doubt it though. <laughs> Which ones do you have still, bro? I have a Carnival Carnage still, and uh, I think I got the one where Violent is a South Park character. <laughs> but yo. That shit definitely doesn't fit me. There's no, no way. There's no way. I have a great Malenko one that definitely doesn't oh, fit me. A, that's like a medium. Yeah, yeah. I'm a two X. I have a psychopathic record ones that might. I yeah. think. <laughs> I don't. I. I, have I to know break for that out. I have no shirt from. There's no shirt that fits me from when I was in sixth grade. And then we have the surprise no for Higgy. Oh, that's right. We could bring it then. Yeah, we bring them. Present it to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your attire for the weekend. Here you go, sir. Present him his attire for the no, weekend. Dude, I'm going. All right. Now, <laughs> I have to. I'm going on eBay. What? I'm going to look up vintage for? fucking ICP and Twisted Gear. I bet you they're expensive. Just like any other vintage t-shirt. What do you think? Like a 90s. Oh, like a real 90s. Original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guess is in the $40, 50 range. For like real deal 
good condition old 90s ICP shirts. I mean, it's almost like any other vintage tee. Am I in the realm? Thirty dollars. Let's see. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm looking for a very particular time period, like that right here. This one. What's that? 1998. Um, uh-huh. I always wanted this shirt. Seventy six dollars. That shirt's awesome. Though. I always wanted this shirt, dude. Hell yeah! I love this version of Shaggy with the dreads. <laughs> with the dreads. This yeah. was the best. The great Malenko music video shirt. Seventy five bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was not that far off. This one's 75, though. The other one's like 30. Shit, but yeah, but this is more vintage. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's see. What else? Yeah, see, now these are newer. These are newer. No, the first couple were like older. These were newer. Good old JWO. This is a riddle box one. See? I fuck with that that JWO. Fuck Mm -hmm. it. Jersey. Uh huh. That's a hype. The Jekyll Brothers, Uh 47. That's what I'm saying. See, that's. Yeah, the original. 90s Twisted. Oh, shit. Oh, that shit is sick. The vintage ICP Carnival Carnage jersey. BMX jersey, that bro. That awesome. 175 bucks. Like, shit like that's so sick. See, like, shit like that is so sick, but, like, the problem is I'll never wear that. Like, it's awesome. You I fucking wear that love for it. a show? No, I probably won't. I have a fucking awesome-ass Knicks fucking starter hockey jersey. Andy nice. got it for me. It's so random. It's like, a, like almost a New York Ranger style, New York Knicks style it's a hockey jersey. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I'll never wear it. I don't want to ruin it. I ruin everything I wear. <laughs> yeah. So that's the problem. Like, I see Shelly does. I'm like, this is awesome. I want it. And I'll, that Big Money Hustler shirt, I want really bad right now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh. you have this one? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That definitely doesn't fit me. That shirt. Still, I wish I did have some of these shirts still. $49. I have this shirt still. It's just $125. Uh-huh. I'm about to dig that bitch up. Definitely don't fit me. <laughs> 100% doesn't fit me. I yeah. you might as well fucking sell it. I'm never going to wear a fucking large again. Even if I lost weight and I ain't getting down to no large. It's just XL. I'm, a, I'm an XL boy. XL for life. boy. I'm an XL boy. I'm double XL boy for now for life, but you know, XL boy at least. Yeah, stay comfy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any plans on getting trim. <laughs> well, well you tried going else. back to the gym. You saw what happened. So. Yeah. Too much old dad dick for me. I'm not interested. Old balls. <laughs> I'm Shameless interested. old balls. Yeah. All right, so free agency. Talk about the AFC West. AFC in general is crazy. Let's move to the NFC. Brother, I know you're hyped. Talk about the boys. Well, this is the thing. Now I see a nice, clear path for the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. Or not Super Bowl, but at least the playoffs. Because the NFC doesn't really have shit anymore. The AFC has been completely fucking mad during this. Like, they've been fucking stacking. Every team has been stacking this offseason. The NFC teams have been doing nothing. Cowboys included. We ended up signing James Washington, like that role. It's just like a third receiver guy, whatever. And then Dante Fowler kind of replaced Gregory, who went to Denver in that arms race. So, I mean, yeah, fuck Gregory anyway. He played <laughs> us. That was my boy, yo, too. That one kind of hurt. That stung, to, right? To be honest, yeah. that kind of stung because, yo, Jerry treated him like a son. But, you know, it's like, yeah, one time Jerry was like, he called him an ugly baby. Almost everything. He's like... <laughs> He's like, Randy Gregor, he's a baby. He's an ugly baby, but he's our baby. Damn. But he's our ugly baby. Yeah, forget that shit, right? No, probably not. But yeah, fucking I, the Cowboys, you know, they did the moves that they're, they're still kind of making moves. They're the mm-hmm. last team to make any type of signing outside of their own team. So I look at the whole division, like the whole NFC. Yeah. And I don't see any teams that scare me at all. At all. I, you name a team in the NFC, I'll tell you why they don't scare me. You want to give me Green Bay? Who the fuck is Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to now? You know? Mm-hmm. They lost a lot of defensive players, too. Yeah. That all ended up signing with the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens pick up all the good guys in the offseason. When it comes to defense, like pass rushers or 
or comes like a D back, the Ravens are always on top of them. I know they signed Marcus Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm saying, like, they're yeah. all over D-backs. Yeah. They're all over all the good fucking passes. I, think I thought signed... he was going to be a Jet, Marcus Williams, yeah. man. That stung a little That's bit for right. me. I was pretty confident that the Jets were going to get him. Bro, you guys got Jordan Whitehead. Yeah. He's a good no, listen, player. I'm happy. He's a good I'm, young player. I'm happy with the majority of the fucking moves, man. And that's another player taken from an NFC team right there that has not been replaced. Dude. The Bucks aren't going to be shit this year. And the fucking Jets, man, listen, if you're a Jet fan and if you're a smart Jet fan, you got to appreciate mm -hmm. everything Joe Douglas is doing right now. Oh, solid. Every move they've Dude, made, solid. I know. So, solid. in the past, man, as fucking Jet fans, you guys, you know, you know, and Wood, you've seen it all the mm -hmm. fucking time. You either, they either go for these, like, bargain bin fucking guys that mm -hmm. wash out of the league, or, or they overspend for a, a pricey veteran that oh, underperforms. Yeah. Every year. And it's a fucking nightmare in free agency every time, right? Mm -hmm. How many times would the fucking true the fucking true main Johnsons of the world and, uh, and yeah. dude, all these fucking free agency busts, man. Like, no. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it, it it's not sustainable. No. Now what Joe Douglas is doing, he's getting guys on team friendly deals, right? Mm -hmm. Three the only year guy I deals. Think you gave you gave good money to Lincoln Tomlinson, right? Like pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Solid ass lineman right there. Pro bowler. Yeah. You yeah. have him with Vera Tucker on the inside. Forget it. And then you, you get a healthy Beckton coming back. Yeah. Dude, this line really, really has the potential to be very good. Yeah. You know? And then you're not done. You could easily draft a guy high. Yeah. Who could maybe slot in at right tackle or center. And that's the thing I like what Douglas is doing too. He's filling a lot of holes. It's giving us flexibility for mm -hmm. draft options. We could literally probably take the best player yeah. available if we want to. Um, if we want to trade down, we could probably do that too. Get some more picks. I mean, there's a lot of options on yeah. the table I right like, now, I bro. Like, yeah, I like the. I like. Like I said, all the Joe Douglas signings are, I think, so far have all been solid. Yeah, Whitehead, Tomlinson, Uzama, Conklin, solid guy. Conklin, we got yeah, two Conklin. very fucking capable tight, tight ends now. Yeah, we used to have zero. Yes, Z fucking nothing. Yeah. So you know, are these guys like the top echelon tight ends in the league? No. But Conklin caught a lot of touchdowns this past year, I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They're both kind of on the come up still, yeah. right? Both haven't had like the full time opportunity to be like you know the key featured yeah. guy. But both have a ton that, of, especially in that Bengals offense, dude. Now in the Lafleur offense, they're both gonna have plenty of plenty of opportunities to yeah. eat, bro. Oh, it's sure. gonna be perfect. Oh yeah, you can run two tight end sets. Yep, all guys. day, all day, man. So. Listen, great fucking signings. And we got uh, the kid from Seattle, too, cornerback. Oh, yeah. Reed? Reed. Yeah. yeah. Another one. Comes Solid. in, shifts to our number one. I, I mean, uh, becomes our number one. Bryce Hall shifts to our number two. And Bryce Hall was solid. You got year. Eccles behind him still. And you got Michael, Michael Carter, Carter in the slot. Yeah. Like when Flacco coming back, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be. I was if like, I heard that I was, I just did the basic zombie laugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> zombie. Like, the zombie's back. But you need the veteran back there. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And I think they learned that. You yeah. know? And I think they brought Mike White back, too. Good. I hope they did. <laughs> I like that trio. Yeah. I think they brought all three of them back. Yeah. That's, that's a good that's trio fine. right there, man. I'm telling oh, yeah. you. But no, like, yeah. When it when it comes to the AFC, it's just crazy. That's the thing. Yeah, fucking Von Miller to the go, Bills. I'm yeah. like, come on, You gotta dude. go. Yeah, even like your division itself, but just like you gotta go through all these teams now. You have to go through the Bengals. You gotta go through the fucking, uh, you know. At the fucking Ravens still, you know, maybe the brand if Deshaun Watson plays, yeah, who knows? Yeah, he got he's got Cooper now, you know. Yep. So they'll probably be a fucking tough team to play. Everybody in the West is a fucking tough team to play. Good luck. Do you play that division this year, the Jets? Um, 
You better hope not. You better hope they play uh, like the AFC South or some shit where you're playing the fucking the Ravens and the I mean the Titans and the fucking Jags. Oh, you played them last year, so who knows? AFC North. Oh, so yeah, you got to play the Browns and Steelers and shit. And you got to go through the Bengals. Some, I guess AFC South. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Jaguars, Lions, yeah. Bears. Oh, so, oh, so yeah, you're so you're playing the NFC North too. Yeah, Bengals. Ravens, mm. Dolphins, and then like Typical. the yeah. AFC East teams, whatever. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's gonna be an interesting year. And then, and then, like I said, it's, very, it's still like, it's not early in free agency, but like it's still a lot to be done. Listen, I think the Jets could literally. I think they should be able to get to. I, was, I said it last year. Mm-hmm. I want. I thought their ceiling was nine wins. Mm-hmm. I was off. I think this year it's more realistic to you know to be around nine wins. Yeah. I, you know, I think I think they brought enough talent in. I think. Year two, Zach Wilson's going to take a big leap. Not a lot of people are talking about that mm-hmm. yet, but, you know, I think, I, I honestly, I've seen enough to say, all right, the continuity is going to help, right? He's in the system again. You know, he's got a lot of the same guys back. We're upgrading in a lot of positions. Um, you know, just mentally, he's going to be stronger as well. I mean, so, and then again, we talk about Becton too. I mean, Becton stays healthy. You got Michael Carter in the backfield again, man. I mean, they could really Zach, build something Zach good. Wilson finished the year strong. <clears throat> he finished this year, the year real strong. Yeah, he, he looked a lot more comfortable. He was yeah. playing smarter. After, after that injury, he came out and he played like, almost a totally different brand of football. Yeah, you can't argue that. And I think like... He'll he'll bring back some of that risk taking because I think mm-hmm. that's just in his DNA. But he'll be like a lot smarter about oh, it. He was too sure. reckless, you know, for and sure. and, and that that's happens good. with a lot of rookie quarterbacks yeah, yeah. anyway. So yeah. you know, I wasn't I wasn't nervous or anything. I'm, it was obvious yeah. he had talent, but it's going to take time like anything else. And you know, New York and the media market and we don't you know, give them time. Even NFL in general, man, like guys just don't don't get a chance. Nope, nope. And sometimes they're put into like shit situations. Look at Darnold. Yeah. You know, do, and maybe you never know if he had better coaching, better team around him. Yeah, who Who knows knows what could have happened? Doesn't have a chance, gets written off, and then you know, then he got a chance this year and he still doesn't shit. Yeah, so I think we know what Darnold is now. Or you could say he was already ruined. Yeah, he could by the time he got there. Exactly, plenty of narratives. Bro, it's very possible that's the case. If he started there, who knows? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, what's I say? Before actually we fucking sign off, I wanted to say the um. Uh, there was that article we, we came across. It was like Jake Paul wanted to get together and have um, Pete Davidson and Kanye fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would pay for that. So Paul wants to promote it and is offering both of them 30 mil apiece, as well Bro. as a cut of the pay-per-view revenue. Bro, she. it's an easy payday. I would, And I'd pay for that, too. I'd want to see that. Yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to see Skeet go at it with I mean- <laughs> Kanye. Who do you like in that one? Give me, give me, you know what? Kanye's from the streets originally, but give me Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's a little more. I'm froggy. sure Kanye was scrapping froggy. in Chicago, oh, man. You know saying. what I'm saying? I'm sure, yeah. Sean, I'm sure Kanye can hold his own. But, but, but dude, it'd make it even that much better if he oh lost to fucking Davidson. Oh, my God. And the best. Where are you at right now? I'm in bed with your wife. Uh, but no, I would, I would literally pay for that. And then I think they'd be dumb not to do it if they're yeah. all getting paid 30 fucking million. Yeah. I mean,. You know, let's exploit the family a little more, but you know, it's not my family. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put themselves out there, uh, dude. And then think about like the reality shows they could do leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Like if they real, like wow. same thing we were talking about with WWE, like yeah. building a storyline. They yeah. could really fucking milk this, and it'd be better than WWE storyline. <laughs> yeah, probably, hundred percent. Probably, man. Yeah. So 
Listen, I'm all about it. <laughs> Why not? Um, I, would, I would love to see it. We'll have to it's put a poll say. out. Saying, we still got to put a poll out about who's a bigger piece of shit. Oh, yeah, we owe that poll. We'll yeah. do that this week, too. Yeah. We do that tomorrow. All right, deal. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, folks. Thanks for taking a listen. Appreciate y'all. If uh, you like what you hear and want to support the show, as always, mm-hmm. you know where to go. Check the website. Allstarvintage.shop. That's the website. And you should go there. And you should buy shit. Because that's what good people do for other people who have services and businesses. You you help them out and you you know, you support those things. You know? So uh buy some shit from us. That's all I'm trying to say really. But I was trying to say it in a nice way. <laughs> it was good enough. Alright, y'all. <laughs> Take it fucking sleazy. Yeah. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts. Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it.